And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is New Directions. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you need a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, first, before I forget... To tomorrow, Friday, today, tomorrow, uh, is going to be the last day to order for Valentine's Day delivery, February 7th. So go check that out. Make sure you get your Valentine's Day orders in right away. If you're not part of our email list, uh, we sent out an email that uh, details our special edition Valentine's Day wallet that has a little bit of extra space for you guys to be able to enter a little more details, uh, add a couple of lines of text, and it's very sweet. So that's a great gift if you're looking for a great gift. Also, our our, our love mini cut number one is on a short-term limited time sale for those of you who are looking looking for for that. So 2020, we talked about our vision last and I want to talk about some of the new directions that I've been thinking about. You know, it's always been kind of true and I've said this many times that you have to be willing to break the thing that's working to build the thing that's going to work next. And don't worry, I'm not breaking anything thus far. But uh, I've been thinking about it a lot and I've been thinking about some of the foundational aspects of what our company does, what we are, who we are, and what we're working on. And how can we work on building the future of the company? Now, obviously, uh, an important part of what we do is marketing. I mean, that's an aspect of every company. But, you know, I for and so for a lot of the the fall, I spent a long time kind of working on figuring out how can we build the company, you know, bigger? How can we do better? Because we have this wonderful team now. We've got all of our, you know, ducks in a row. We're working on building a workshop, which is a whole topic I want to talk about. We're doing a lot of cool things um, that'll help make this company a, a an entity that's going to last for generations and generations. However, right now with where we're currently at in our financial situation, we're not quite there where we can just be stabilized and be good, right? We're not quite at the point where it's like we can keep things as they are without, you know, indefinitely. So I've been looking at saying, okay, in the fall, I was looking at saying, okay, how do we, you know, mitigate some of our slow season? Because we obviously had that dip in the slow season. It didn't really recover until November. And so we had a couple of months in, in there where it was just, it was, we were, you know, on subsistence level survival. And I was thinking to myself, how can we do better for next year? How can we do better for 2020? And I thought to myself, okay, well, we need to diversify our marketing a little bit. You know, we'd been, we'd been spending almost 100% of our marketing on Instagram at that point, and exclusively Instagram. And I thought to myself, okay, what are our, what are our options for diversification of marketing? Because perhaps the Instagram crowd that we're hitting with our, our media is not listening during the summer. Perhaps they're not nearly as tuned in or willing to spend money during the summer. And that, so that platform isn't performing as well as we'd like it to. That and also you should be diversifying your marketing all the time because, you know, the Instagram algorithm may have changed. There, there are other factors that come into play there. And, you know, our platform on Instagram has been, our, our, our performance on Instagram has been very good by pretty much every measure. I mean, we, we've got, we're going to be breaking 100,000 followers before our two-year mark, which is something I'm very proud of. And, you know, it's great to have such an active and vibrant community on that platform. However, you know, it's, it's not the end-all be-all and, you know, there's a dynamic world out there that's changing constantly and so we need to change with it. So I thought to myself, let's diversify our marketing campaign. Let's spend a little bit of our marketing budget in a couple of different places and see if we can't bring in a new clientele, a new opportunity for us. And I think that that was very sound and reasonable at the time. And I think it's still sound and reasonable now, but we didn't have a lot of initial success with that. So first was the brand ambassador program. And that's finally just starting to get off the ground. And that's something that I think for us, we're working on saying, how can we be better about 
how can we be better about driving that platform into new places? Because a lot of that platform is on Instagram. A lot of the people that are our ambassadors are mostly promoting us on on Instagram, which is kind of the same platform we've been promoted on all the time. So I'm you know interested in saying how can we work on being better about promoting that in a different place and, and getting that program up and running. But um, we spent a little bit of money on Facebook and unbelievably, well, not unbelievably, but you know, unlike our previous attempts, it actually worked pretty well. And so we've been maintaining a certain type of advertisement on Instagram or on, on Facebook. And we've been pushing those, um, those ads and they're a little bit different than our Instagram ads. We found that they, they have to have a little more of a, of a direct shop now aspect that there is less of a, of an advantage to doing the click ads because for whatever reason, people on Facebook, when they see a, you know, go follow us on our page ad, they don't click as much. But if they see a shop now, that's far more effective. So we've changed our strategy a little bit for that particular platform, and it's been working out marginally well, the kind of thing that we're, we're going to keep it going, and we're going to kind of continue to feed that that side of things a little bit and see how we can make that work. The area that I was most disappointed in was Pinterest. We spent a bunch of money on Pinterest over Christmas, and while we had good traffic on, and it was you know good for the you know it, it seemed good, the cost per click was low. We had great traffic to the website. We just didn't have that many purchases. But with our Google Analytics and our post post purchase interview question, it just they didn't provide us with you know there was just wasn't a big seller for us. And I don't know why that platform particularly didn't perform as well as I would have liked. I I can do a whole podcast on breaking down that Pinterest and breaking down the analytics and what did we spend and what did we spend it on and how did we do the advertising and did it work? I can do that as a podcast because I think it deserves a podcast. Um, but that took me back to, so, so, you know, in the beginning of January, at the beginning, end of December, you know, I, I was going back to the basics, going back to business school myself, you know, in my head and thinking, what did we, what were the tools that we were equipped with in business school that, that were, could be successful and helpful in this area? And one of those tools that I'd been kind of, I had on the back burner, I'd been working on for a couple of months, but I hadn't worked seriously on it was our business canvas model. It's a tool you can find it online. You go Google it, business canvas model, it'll come up. The canvas model itself is a, is a, it's a visual way of representing your business and it actually breaks the business down into a couple of different segments, not just like marketing and accounting and advertising, which is, is one way to look at the business. It breaks it down in a different direction. And I'm going to do a whole podcast on that particular tool because it's not necessarily intuitive initially, but it's pretty useful. And so I think if we can, I'll use our business model as an example and you know, we can talk through more of the, the, the details of how that works. But one of the things that the canvas brought up was this concept of revenue streams. And I realized that part of the challenge that our company has faced is that we're not very diversified in how we bring money into the company. Initially, when I founded the company, I thought business to business was going to be the golden calf. I thought it was going to be the thing that drove our business, you know, very well. I thought that, you know, we were going to make high quality gifts for businesses. They were going to buy hundreds at a time. And that was going to be our our foundational model. And to be honest, that's kind of why I priced us where I did initially was that I thought that was going to be a big winner. Well, that didn't really happen. And, you know, here's the thing about business to business sales. You can price yourself a little bit lower in a business to business market because you'll have volume. However, that's not how that happened for us. 80 to 90 percent of our average business happens in uh, business to consumer. So it's direct. You saw an advertisement on Instagram. You clicked on it. You maybe you followed for us for a few days. You found something you liked. You bought it and you, you purchased it. One of them and you have that's 80 percent of our revenue and very small percentage of our bulk orders come in uh we, we have very, very small percentage of our orders, our bulk orders. And uh, so they, that doesn't perform as well as I thought it was going to. 
Similarly, a portion of our revenue comes from Amazon, and that's a, an awesome thing. But, you know, we've struggled, and there's a whole capital problem with Amazon that I'll go more into. And it's a cycle where, you know, the, you have to pay the money up front to get the goods, then the making it, then the sending it, then the selling it, then, the, you, then there's a delay, and then you get the money paid out. And so there's a whole cycle of money that is challenging on Facebook to try to capitalize that platform. And there are tools that we have used in the past to help mitigate that. However, we had to stop using those tools for various legal means, and that's a thing that I can go in more detail later. However, the, um, the Amazon platform performed has, in our slow season, traditionally outperformed our website. Um, at least not, I should say, outperformed. It does better than it does in the better seasons. So in the good seasons, in the high revenue seasons, the website is a huge profit driver for us. And then during the slow seasons, Amazon seems to do better. And I think that for whatever reason, those channels are just more uh, or less susceptible to some of the fluctuations. So that means that we should look more into that, right? I mean, if we're trying to look at smoothing out our seasons, it seems like a no-brainer to say, okay, well, what are the what are the things that are doing well in the slow seasons and how can we fuel them? So I am more heavily focusing on, particularly in this time of, of the year, focusing on how do we make our Amazon platform always stocked, always available, always you know up to snuff? How can we run what little marketing we probably should to bring that, that platform to its fullest you know version? And how can we work on um, setting up other alternative revenue streams like Amazon that aren't necessarily as dependent on, you know, the the whims of, of our marketing, right? And so we've been looking at doing things like drop shipping. We've been looking at doing things, at least for our accessories line, I should say, I clarify that. Uh, we've been looking at doing more wholesale, retail, resell, and uh, we've been looking at doing more of the charitable program that we piloted just this last month. And I think if we can bring each of those platforms, each of those diversified revenue streams up, and I can talk a little more in depth about what each of those mean in a separate podcast, but I think by diversifying the way we make money, the diversification of, of the, the revenue streams, we can do better. And that also could include, if we can get the tech figured out, the membership program, you know, so that there's, there's a, oh, so that the company's interaction with clients isn't just, you saw our ad on advertisement on, um, on Instagram, then you bought from our website and it shipped to you and it was delivered, right? Then we can create a much more diverse option for people to to find us, to, to, to find the company and to buy from us. And I think that'll provide a much more stable um, baseline revenue streams that we can found the company on, right? We can build the foundation of the company saying, okay, we know that these revenue streams are likely to generate this without necessarily marketing independent and that can cover our fixed costs and then we can start to say okay now when we're looking at doing our, our marketing to our direct consumers well that's going to be a huge business still we can use that money to fuel our larger global ambitions and build our better you know our better processes internally and be able to, to hire more people and have a, a much stronger team in that regard because we have that baseline revenue that we can rely on so these are these factors that I've been working on kind of dealing with. And, and I think for us, it, it is a new direction. You know, it is a direction away from just saying, okay, everything points to our website. But I think it's a good direction, right? I think it's something that as we build brand equity, our brand is going to mean more in the market and it's going to have more power in the market and we're going to be able to do more things with it. And I want to do more things. I want to launch a lot, new pro a lot of new products in 2020 and I'm excited about the future. So I think this new direction is a good one overall, and uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you you know you, you you think that there's an avenue of revenue that we haven't looked into yet that we should, because I'm always up for trying. 
All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in on Tuesday, next Tuesday, for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binders, folios, journals, feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via our Instagram and Facebook. You can also text, email, direct message, all the usuals. I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible, but I do appreciate your patience. That being said, email is probably the most reliable, quick way to get a hold of us. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, those can all be quicker. It's just they're not as reliable because I don't check them as often and they're a little bit less monitored as our emails are. Uh, if you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow. You can go to facebook.com slash murdycreative.co. There's a reviews tab. You can click on the reviews tab. You can go read all of our amazing reviews, but if you want to leave us a review, you can click, do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company? You click yes, and then you can write your review. So that's a great way to check out our reviews. It does mean the world to us. We read them all. I love them all. It's um, an important part of my day. Uh, word of mouth is still the best form of advertising though, so please tell your friends. And if you are going to tell your friends and you're interested in, you know, kind of representing the company, go join our ambassadors program, murdycreative.co slash ambassadors. You can also find it under the socials tab and under the about tab. We have links to the ambassador page. You can find all the details there and uh, we'd love to have you as an ambassador. You can sell the products, make a little bit of commission, 5 to 12%. And uh, it means the world to us to have ambassadors and out there repping our products and sharing them. If you have any more podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community, and I want to give you guys what you want. I mean, I think this is a dialogue in many ways, and I, I really want to hear what you guys have to say and what you're interested in. So if you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our book discounts available. Um, check out all of the details for custom work as well on the custom page on our website. I think that that's a cool thing to be able to create a custom product and buy it in bulk and give it to your employees and everything. So check that out. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.